in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Topic Thunder. Here from the top 10, I am John Roca. And I am Matt Nost. Uh, this is a show, show rather that we do every week for our patrons over patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. Please join us over there. There's a special email you can rifle in. Whatever questions, topics you want us to talk about, we don't we know what they are before we get them, and we are just as surprised as you are. <laughs> Absolutely. We love it. And thanks to everyone who's been sending in topics and sending in questions and suggestions. This is a perk you get as a Patreon member, $5 and above Patreon member. So please keep sending in your questions. Keep sending in your thoughts. You know, people are going back to work. People are going back to theaters. People are going back to stadiums. All people are going back to restaurants, going back to all kinds of things. So what's the experience like? Let us know what questions you're having about the world and about all the madness that's going on and all the good things that are going on as well. You know, we talk about all the nutty stuff, but there's good stuff going on too. So ask mm-hmm. us questions about that as well. Uh, Matt, I think you start us off this time, please. All right. Our first one comes to us from Jeremy Bowers. It says, hey, guys, I have a Schmodown related question uh, for each of you since Team Top 10 is my favorite team of all time. Matt, do you see yourself ever coming back to the Schmodowns in any way? And John, in what way do you think would be the best way for Matt to come back? (laughs) Manager on the desk, commissioner, maybe. Uh, Thanks for all the content, Jeremy B. Jeremy Um, B. Well, I asked you, so... uh, uh, In what way would I see Matt coming back in? I'll be honest with you. I don't know that there's a way that Matt's come back in. I have a feeling that Matt has been offered numerous things in the past, uh, and in the end, it hasn't really vibed for him. But you never say never in this business. Certainly knows. Certainly we know uh, Christian Harloff has a single tongue for convincing people to do things. Uh, Does it always work? No, but most of the time it does. So I would say two things. One, Commissioner could be fun, although it's a lot of responsive for him to shoot some sketches and stuff. Manager, I think, feels more the approach because Matt's humor can be on point, which is always – he slays every time he's out there. Um, and uh, his uh, co- his uh, co- conversations, his interviews, his promos, mm-hmm. all of that, mm-hmm. I think that's where Matt Nost would be really uh, um, well served if he was to come back into the Schmodown. That's my uh, two cents on that. Fair so enough. Fair enough. Uh, Jeremy, to answer the question, no, I, I am not coming back to the Schmodown. Hmm. Um, although Christian did ask if, I, uh, if I'd if i ever be willing to call a match, and I was like, sure. Sure. Yeah, right. Sure. I'd happily do that. But he asked manager, he wanted to get me back as a player, and I was like, you don't need me. You don't. <laughs> And then he was like, what about manager? I've got this great new idea. And I'm like, you, you don't need me for that either. <laughs> you don't. There are people like that will do a much better job at it. Yeah, much that, more committed to it, to yeah, what he wants to do with exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. The vision that you have and then will really jump into the part. Yeah. And I don't want to deprive somebody who's actually going to do w- what you need them to do. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's better people from than me for that. 
But if, you know what? If you want me to call a match, I would love to. I'd be happy to because you just show up and, and it's nice to see old faces. Oh, sure. Uh, drop a joke or two, but you're really there just to enjoy the game action. Sure, I'm in for that because I like the, the trivia action of it. I think yeah. it's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But all the other stuff, you know, that gives people rooting interest. I un- understand entirely why uh, he's constructed like that. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, but it just, uh, there are better people at it than me. <laughs> there just are. Yeah, but I wish not- I could have gotten to my I don't give a shit character, which is just actually me that I did with Bibbs, because it's just like yeah. I'm I'm kind of spent. Uh, I understand that. Trust me, I understand that. Oh, well, I was just saying more so with the overall process of doing showing up and mm-hmm. which is like I don't want to do a character and I don't want to buy one off things that I'm gonna spend twenty five dollars on on yeah. two things. I'm gonna use them once and never touch them again. And yeah. Just like you know. I've never understood that myself, brother. I, you know, I never done that. I mean, I bought the hats, but I I have multiple matches, so I always wear the hats, and yeah. I wear I wear my jackets. But well, my jackets are my normal jackets anyway. I've never understood people who buy all this uh, costumes and all this stuff, and just well, you to have do to entrances. Love it. Yeah, you have to love, it, and you have to need the attention. Let's put that on the table too. You have to need the attention for. The, I mean, Bibbs goes crazy, sure. and this is no offense to Bibbs because Bibbs and I have a great relationship now. But I know Bibbs was always upset that he wasn't he didn't win for best entrance or he didn't win for and he spent so much time coming up with these entrances because he's a very creative guy naturally Mm -hmm. uh and so you know he he spent and i totally get it i totally get that he spent a a lot of time and he wanted that recognition from the fans and eventually and it just didn't come at the level that he was hoping that it would come and and i understand his concern and his gripes about it for sure because he certainly deserved a little more recognition for what he did uh, than he got, but yeah, that's the game. And yeah, he's got passion for it. He really does. And you got to have it. I think, you know, you at this level, dude, the passion you got to have for it is uh very strong. And if you don't have the same, that passion, it can make it very difficult to keep going um, in the schmodown because it asks a lot of you time wise. It asks a lot of you emotionally and mentally as well. So, just putting that out there so yeah. i understand yeah when for we were all starting those reasons, out yeah when we were starting out matt it was a lot more fun a lot more relaxed we're just showing up we and answering questions around. yeah exactly that's basically it yeah and then it be then it became hey i need you to show up early and cut this promo and then you need to sit around for two hours so i can use you in this shot and like this is supposed to be a trivia game yeah uh but then there are other people and be like Awesome. I can't wait. Like I've got ideas for that shot. And just like, you need right. to surround yourself with people that are like that Christian, not humbugs like me. <laughs> and I've told him that. And he's still kind to say, I'd love to have you back. And it's just yeah. Christian being a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I appreciate it, but it's just, you know, to those that love it, let's focus on them because they're going to give you and the fans everything they want to see. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, yep direct your attention there it's not me being disrespectful it's just knowing that i'm not a good fit and it's okay to say no to things yeah it is okay to say no to things yeah. for God's sake. you got to learn that at some point it's just like you can't do everything and sometimes yeah. it's just not the right thing yeah i'm discovering that more and more as i uh you know keep being out here on my own brother the, the saying no to things that don't work for you is a very powerful tool to have in your in your toolbox for sure um all right anything more on that one dude no i don't think so great question okay. jeremy yeah, thank you, Jeremy. Very good stuff. Um, Chapman family is up in here, Matt. The Chapman family. Uh, hey, John and Matt. G'day from Dan and uh, No question this week. However, if it's okay, I have a request. All right. 
The son of one of my closest friends has been drafted by Kent State University as a punter. Shout out. And I was wondering if you could keep an eye on his progress from time to time once the season begins. His name is Josh Smith, and he is from Melbourne, Australia. I would appreciate it greatly. Cheers and be well, Cam Chapman. All right. That's would, more of a thing. Just so no. when you talk to Josh Smith again, Cam, yeah. Yeah. he got a scholarship from Kent State. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he didn't get drafted by the school or anything oh, like that. Good call. Good call. So just like as a vernacular, how's the yeah. scholarship? Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, totally. I'll happily keep an eye out. It gives me some sort of interest, I guess, in some level in college football because I don't watch anymore. Yeah. Uh, so sure, Kent State. Maybe they got a good team. I don't know. Uh, the, the nice thing about it is uh, punters come. I don't, I don't know a single punter's name before they make the pros. And it's sure. one of the best gigs in all of sports. Yeah. So if he's any good, he very well could make the NFL. I have no idea that he could be just as good as, you know, anybody else in the entire all of college football. So we might be getting a little uh, sneak peek of greatness here from Josh Smith. There's always a chance. <laughs> always a chance. Always Ray a chance. Guy. Uh, yeah. Who else? Is, yeah. What were the great punters? There are some exactly. good punters. I think the the Chargers. I don't know if they still have them. There's a. They had a guy that seemed to always be able to pin it within the 10-yard line. He was just really good at getting it just as close as you could without being a touchback. I yeah. can't remember his name. That's the problem with punters. You don't remember their names no, unless no. they have a 15-year career. Well, I mean, Kent State did a nice job last year in the MAC. Uh, the Kent State Flashes, is that the name of the, the team? The Kent State no clue. Golden Flashes. Golden Flashes. Golden Flashes. Sorry. Uh, they went five and one last year with COVID situation. Oh, I'm sorry, three and one. They only played four games. Um, Still, yeah, three and one's good. Too bad. They beat Eastern Michigan University, beat Bowling Green, they beat the Akron Zips. Uh, they lost the University of Buffalo seventy to forty one. Whoa! Oh, that's a tough loss, bud. Um, Still though, they hung forty one on them. It's not yeah. like it was seventy to twelve. And just like, you guys only got four field goals? Boy, that's, that's tough. And they put up 70? Uh, so They were still I, scoring, just Buffalo scored. Yeah. Almost double. The scores are pretty high, too, because the two games, two, two out of three games they won, they were over 60 points. So I don't know if your boy's going to be punting that much, I'll be honest with you, if they're scoring at this level. You never uh, know. But you never know. That's true. That's you never true. know. It could, be, could have been a weird year, or now everybody is going out and recruiting a ton of defenders. Mm-hmm. To try and mm-hmm. shut down all these high-powered offenses with uh, offenses within the conference. Good point. So Good it could point. become more of a kick. I who knows who knows. But Josh say. Smith could hear his name ring out on draft day at some mm-hmm. point, round ten. Wow, got some interesting games coming up for Kent State this year too. They 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 start off the year against Texas A and M University. Wow, against uh, in College Station. So tough task to take on. Uh, Jimbo Fisher and, and their team at Texas. Then, then they take on VMI, the University of Iowa, University of Maryland. Wow. Big 10 stuff here. Bowling Green, University of Buffalo, Western Michigan, Ohio, Northern Illini, Central Michigan, the Akron Zips, and Miami of Ohio all over again. So here's what I'll say to you, man. If your boy starts, Cam, if your boy starts, uh, I know he's your, he's your the son of one of your closest friends, but if he starts, I'll happily have him on sports time for like, a, or game time rather, for like a 10 minute interview about sure. what his experience is like as an Australian coming in to play 
as a punter and start for the Kent State University. Why not? It's a great story. Yeah. Uh, Let let me know when you do it, and I'll tune in. I'd like to see that. Oh, perfect. All right. There you go. Um, Uh, All right. Let's move on to our next thing. What do we got? Well, and the other nice thing is if he is starting this year, I would guess – when they play A&M and Iowa, and they're going to be punting a lot. <laughs> yes, they are going to be punting a lot. They're going to be punting quite a bit in those. I'm just guessing. No offense. No offense. Yeah. Outside, having not watched religiously any college football for over a decade, yeah. I still catch games every once again, but religiously, like I used to, it's been yeah. at least a decade. I'm going to go out on a limb. Yeah. And say same. maybe <laughs> Akron might be punting a decent amount in those games. Yeah. By the way, I love that someone connected to the top 10 as a fan. They're a punter. Consider we use punt all the time on our show. So I like that. I like the Very symmetry cool. of that. <laughs> well, we don't know if this guy is a fan, but hopefully he becomes a fan of, yeah. of, if nothing else, game time when he comes on and you get a lifelong please collegiate athlete as a fan at that point. <laughs> that would be nice. That'd be a good one. Hopefully it happens. Yeah, for sure. All right. What's our next uh, question here, Matt? Uh, comes from uh, Reagan Lovig. Okay. Says, hi, guys. Who are some actors slash actresses who, while still having successful careers, you thought would be A-listers, but rather they became more sidekicks or smaller bit players? Mm. For me, I was and still am aboard the Taylor Kitsch train. I'm I'm right there with you. I got a ticket. Uh, I know the tribe with him and some big projects bombed, which ultimately hampered his climb to big movie star, but he is magnetic in all he does, and I think he has the goods, although his time may have passed. Others for me are Cole Hauser, Olivia Thurbley, mm-hmm. uh, Allison Lohman, and Barry Pepper. Perhaps they chose not to be that headliner or uh, the system chose for them. Yeah, But whatever the case, they are some super charismatic actors who I thought would have been the next big stars. Mm. Keep being rad. Regan Lovig. Mm. Great question. Great question. Yeah, um, we were just talking about Dread, I think, the other day. And Olivia Thurlby is, in essence, a, a poor person's Anne Hathaway. Like, she has the same look, the same approach, the same vibe, uh, but was never able to kind of achieve that kind of level of success that Anne Hathaway has. But you saw her in Dread. She saw her in Juno. So she's been in some some high-profile stuff, for sure. But, uh, you know, I don't know if she's ever had her own series or been able to lead movies or given that opportunity Cole Hauser, I think, is tailor made to be a character actor. He's he's never going to be a lead he never had a shot. necessarily. Yeah, it's, it's like, just there's too much about him that is just not leading man status. But he's a leading villain. Certainly was that in Pitch Black, um, sure, and, and a few other films where he's played the villain. He's got that charisma to play that, but to be the lead, um, and he's good in Yellowstone and with Costner. Yeah, I like him in that. Yeah, Cole Hauser never. Doesn't enter into the same discussion to me. Mm, yeah. As like, you know, if you're saying Taylor Kitsch, because he did helm some huge projects that bombed. Good. And that's that's what's gonna kill him. It's like Eric Banna. Yeah. I think your days as a leading man are done. But you brought up Dread Carl Carl Urban, I always thought would get a shot, and he's never yeah. really gotten a shot. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah. you know, Clive Owen. Yeah, Clive Owen had a shot. Josh Hartnett. He says he quit on his own volition, like took a step back. I never believe that. Maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know how to if that is true or not. It doesn't seem the case, but what the fuck do I know? Mm-hmm. Um, a Catherine to, Heigl. 
Let's say, I'm Heigl. trying to think of actresses. I, I think Heigl did it to herself. She did it to herself. It was right there. It was she was right there to be successful for the rest of her career and could have been, you know, but she had to kind of, you know, she, it, it, listen, again, and I want to make this very clear, this is not about gender. Sometimes people, regardless of fucking gender, are mm-hmm. a-holes behind the scenes and they cause trouble and they are just difficult to work with. And it is, again, it's not about gender. Plenty of male actors are difficult to fucking well, work with and people talk about them. Now, does it mean if you're a woman, it makes it more difficult to succeed in Hollywood when you're difficult to work with more than men? Yes, that absolutely is the truth. But being, being, being difficult to work with is uh, is irrespective of gender. Well, on Grey's Anatomy, was it her last season or second to last season? Yeah. She didn't want to be nominated for any awards because she said that she felt the writing for her character were not good enough to be nominated. <laughs> not her acting. No, but the writing, the writing. Are like, so all the people that slave to put this together so you can show up and play pretend. Yeah. Fuck you because you didn't give me <laughs> a good enough material to work. That's where it's like, I don't, I don't give two shits what your gender yeah. is, is not who you are. It's like, if you're going to be that big a day, although that said head, then there was the, uh, uh, homophobic slurs from, uh, the other dude. Yeah. Isaiah Washington, Isaiah yeah. Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, that that set seemed to have some some issues here and there. Sure, sure. But then throwing the knocked up uh, Judd Apatow and them under the bus after it was a success success and put her kind of on the map, cinematically yeah. speaking. Yeah. To throw them under the bus, it was just like one after another. You can't keep walking around going, "Oh, you having Cheerios and pissing their Cheerios," and then expect <laughs> that people are upset in this town. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, Heigl, Heigl did have a shot though. She could have been Meg Ryan. Oh, totally. She could still be working now. Yeah, doing those kinds of shows, pumping out movies. Of, yeah, pumping out those rom coms or pumping out action adventure movies. Yeah, have, or whatever. have Reese, Reese oh. Witherspoon's career where you do some of the lighthearted and then you get like one or two yeah. pictures where you got a shot of maybe getting uh, Oscar buzz. It was never about her not having the chops. Heigl's always had the chops. It's it's a matter of like. I mean, look at Sandra Oh. Sandra Oh, out of, of Grey's Anatomy, has been able to do some fantastic work. And just recently in that Invincible animated show, mm. she she understood the system, played it well, you know, and, and got into positions with her talent and her tenacity. Heigl had, seems like Heigl had a lot of things just kind of in her lap. And uh, in the end, it just con- caused problems. Um, another one is Alex Pettifer. Alex Pettifer... They were trying to make Alex Pettifer happen as a young actor. And there's all kinds of stories about how much of an arrogant prick he was. Oh, I am number four, dude? Yeah. Yeah, the I am number four guy. Yeah, Beastly, that guy. Yeah. yeah. That's all I knew about him. I watched I am number four because I knew the hype was they were genuinely trying to build him. And yeah, that everybody agrees he's a dick. And I was like, I want to see if his talent is good enough to overcome. Yeah. You know. To basically take the momentum and the push that he's getting from some industry individuals, right. is that enough to overcome his early hubris? And it was not. That movie nope. sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, he's not charming in it. There's nope. No way do I go, well, this guy's got something. Whereas Taylor Kitsch looks like he should be a dick. And yet yeah. somehow I am genuinely, I've seen John Carter probably yep. five times. Wow. Really? Okay. The parts of it I don't like, I don't like at all. Like, they're okay. terrible. 
But the okay. parts that I do like, and they all have to do around him, like surrounding him, I yeah. love. I think mm-hmm. it's got a lot of interesting, fun, engaging ideas in it. Yeah. Um, it's also got some just weird and stupid and almost fanciful elements mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. don't seem to work, even though it's a guy that gets transported to Mars and thrown into a civil war that's in, you know, between the three factions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's this other race of individuals that lives above them or around them. I don't know how to describe it anyway. Yeah. But, but Kitsch has always had like a, a charisma that I believed in. Yeah. Yeah. Surprised he hasn't but battleship bombed. Yes. Um, John Carter bombed. John Carter, John Carter bombed. bombed hard. He also was in that second season of True Detective that True everybody Detective. hated. Yeah. Um, Lone Survivor was okay. I mean, it was good. Yeah, but he's part of an ensemble. He's part of an ensemble. I'm trying to think of what else. Because then he got introduced to us. Was it on Friday Night Lights yeah. TV show? Uh, it's a TV show, yes. He played Reagan. Is that correct? Reagan. No idea. I've only seen the first couple episodes. Uh yeah yeah he played no oh, Tim Riggins sorry played Riggins Riggins apologies apologies but I mean he's still working he was just in a show called Shadow Play uh he was in Twenty One Bridges that one with uh oh, I think Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick Boseman. yeah that the uh, Russo brothers produced I believe uh he was in oh he was great in Waco you watched that didn't you yes he was he is excellent in Waco great in Waco yeah he, you see that and you're like to me he reminds me kind of like Colin Farrell he's not just a good looking dude yeah. He can act and actually seems kind of, you know, it's like you'd want to hang out with him. Yeah. A thousand but he can genuinely act. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the Lone Survivor? Savages, which was pretty fucking terrible. John Carter. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, I forgot yeah. he was in Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> um, but yeah. So he had a show, but he's still working. So if nothing else, he's still somewhat in demand he's still working and that's a positive uh even even when you fall down i mean hayden christensen is another one right i mean hayden coming out of when he got that star wars thing you thought choose he's gonna fly star wars is more of a curse it seems like now yeah mark hamill long time had to fight for a long time not to be typecast as luke skywalker or find projects that worked for him and he ended up going into voiceover and becoming a success doing that. Yeah, if you weren't a known commodity beforehand, Harrison Ford wasn't, but he also got to do, he did a couple projects right after that that yeah. blew up, so it elevated right. him above. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. But everybody else, if you were unknown coming into it, you didn't have much going out of it. Yeah, yeah. But like, sure. a, uh, I think the only ones that would probably walk away unscathed from this latest iteration are Isaacs and Driver. Mm-hmm. Like the others will face some sort of collateral damage. Well, I think they're. I think they're all going to be. Fine. I think Daisy Ridley is going to be fine. Rosemary Tran. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think Daisy Ridley. Her and Boyega, I fear for. Well, Boyega just walked off. Uh, yeah, that set of his uh, TV show or whatever. Yeah, walked off halfway through the shooting of the show. They were going to wow. reshoot without him. Yeah, Weird, which. Man. When I read that and I was like, I don't recall that ever happening before. And then the article, like the last paragraph is like, you know, studios don't often do this. <laughs> and I was like, that's what I thought. I literally had the thought of reading. It was like, when was the last time somebody walked off? They'd already done a bunch of shooting. And it wasn't like an Eric Stoltz first yeah. two weeks in Back to the Future where they're like, this isn't it. Yeah. Where they just said, mm, I think we're just going to redo it. 
Like that mm-hmm. doesn't happen to see it at the end. Uh, so yeah, I'm worried about Daisy and John. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Well, I mean, da- Daisy went off and did murder on the Orient express. Uh, How many people saw people, it? Well, they're doing a sequel. So they must've liked yeah, but it. She's not in it. Yeah, she is. Oh, she's not in the sequel. No, because it's a new mystery. Exactly. Um, but, um, what else did she just do? Fuck. Uh, oh yeah, chaos walking. Not a lot of people went to see that. That's for sure. Was that the the one that everybody said was god awful with Tom Holland? Yeah, the one. With Tom okay. Holland. Yeah. I talked to somebody that went to see it that day. And he was like, it was the first time I had the opportunity to go to a movie. It was right when it came out, and he was in an area that, uh, that was less it. populated, so they didn't have as high restrictions. <laughs> and he was like, it wasn't even worth my time being excited though. Going like going to I haven't been to a movie in a year. Yeah. And it was like, it was disappointing even for that. It's like, oh my God, that has to be so God awful. <laughs> yeah, she, but she's, I mean, but remember, she's a British actress. She had done six episodes of TV before she landed this role. And I think she was incredible in all three of the films, even though I'm not a fan of the, that trilogy. I think she was great. And so she's still young. So what's your next thing? And the next three projects she has are these kind of, kind of Britishy type films, uh, women in the castle, which is a war film in Germany with Hitler involved here. And she, she three widows of conspirators involved in the assassination attempt on Hitler struggle with their lives, uh, their past rather. And Germany's liberation. Interesting. Kristen Scott. Could be. Yeah. I hope so. That, that sounds interesting. Right. And then something called the Marsh King's daughter with Ben Mendelsohn, where she's a woman who seeks revenge against the man who kidnapped her mother. So, Okay, that that seems like Oscar bait. <laughs> could be. And if it actually be. achieves that hmm. status, great. Otherwise, it seems like a forgettable movie that... Yeah. Um, yeah. And I like both of them. Mendelssohn is one of my favorites right now. Yeah, agreed. But, the, uh, but Neil Berger has directed that one, and he did Limitless, The Illusionist, and Divergent, and The Upside. So... I, I like know. Limitless. Yeah. And... Uh, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I like Limitless a lot. I think that's a good movie. Okay. The Illusionist, I think, is good. Yeah. Um, and then after that, Divergent, I haven't seen. No. So, yeah, those are some of those ones that you could look at. Uh, so Sarah Michelle Geller is another one, right? I mean, she was coming out of those teen movies. A lot of dudes thought she was hot. People liked her in those movies. Um, and then Didn't you just, always view her as a television actress? Yeah, yeah, but you make the jump. You try to make the jump. You see if you can. Maybe some people felt that she could. I mean, uh, what's her face? Um, what's her name? The one that's on uh, that was on the client list was uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. People thought she was going to make the jump as well. Yeah, but she was always a TV actress to me. No. Matthew Lillard was the one that I thought would always had the best shot. Oh, he's good though, dude. I just saw I him in, in Bosch. Fuck, he's good. Boy. He's always good, but his I, I figured he was going to be second, third banana and a yeah. bunch of ho- high-profile pictures. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always thought he could act, and he was the most uh, magnetic to me whenever they do those, you know, uh, Scream or I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking Wing Commander. He's my favorite part of it. That's not really saying much, though. Freddie yeah. Prince is good in that, but that movie's pretty terrible. Oh, yeah. SLC Punk, he's really good in that. But I just, I'd seen enough of where like, I I have a feeling, you know, I could see him blending into a Paul Thomas Anderson type of cast ensemble. Not saying Mm -hmm. we'd make P.T. Anderson's, but something like that where he's in almost a a repertoire of individuals that get used 
yeah. in these ensembles. And he's never really made that jump, but I always felt like he could. Yeah, sure. But yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller was a huge name. I just, yep. as somebody who uh, was a couple of years older, but like then her, the target demographic of the TV show, the Buffy and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to make it, that, especially at that time, to shift from TV yeah. to movie star. I mean, Army Hammer was one that seemed tailor-made, you know, tall guy, blonde, square jaw, the whole nine. He's great in the social network. And then that son of a bitch went and like went off the deep end. So nobody saw Man from Uncle. He's good and sorry to bother you, but that's not his film. And so No, you, it's not his film. Right. Um, and you, you wonder, Call me by come, your name, he's good in. Yes, he's good in Call Me by Your Name. Okay. Where's he the is. next thing? You know? And so I don't hate Lone Ranger. I don't either. I I, yeah, I get the criticism. I get the criticism, but I don't hate it either. They, uh, I, it was I just wonder. It had pirates expectations because it's Disney, it's yeah. Depp, it's huge budget. Right. They've been on a roll with these, and uh, I don't hate it. It's not I mean, that worst. action sequence at the end, Matt, is fantastic. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Army, I haven't heard an update from him in a while or from what what's going on in his world. Oh, he just registered yesterday into a rehab facility for pills. Alcohol and sex addiction. So there we go. So hopefully he figures it out, man. You, okay. It's the last thing that he's going in for that I'm not exactly sure what exactly rehabilitationally you can do. Uh, yeah. I, I Don't ask me about it. I don't believe that's a real thing. And I'll never believe that's a real thing. Sex addiction. Now, I don't care about fuck what you say to me. Men are addicted to sex from birth. So to me, that's not an addiction. It's you not having an ability to control yourself uh, in this situation. It's different than pills or alcohol because that's something you can actually take, in my opinion, whereas sex addiction is something where you actually, you know, I don't know. Am I wrong on this? You can correct me if I'm wrong. I do not know. I just, he has a very specific fetish. Yeah, that's that's my thing, which is like, I don't think you can do therapy for that fetish. If that's true, he's always going to more than likely be turned on by that. It's I don't know how you turn that part of your brain off. Hearts are always beating around you. What are you going to (laughs) do? What are you going to (laughs) do? But does it extend as far as as some of the accounts? Uh, I have no idea. Plus, I don't know the depth of of if there were any really heinous allegations. I just saw the cannibalism stuff spark up and I read some exchanges where he's fantasizing about doing those things. But I, that's yeah. as far as I got. It's like, well, that's fucking weird, but I don't really follow celebrity gossip. Right, that one right. just elevated above because it had cannibalism in it. <laughs> as it should. Yeah. As but I should. followed, it's not like I checked in where what's the army hammer st- uh, our charges coming in. I don't have the slightest clue in any of that. <laughs> um, I just knew the weird, the dude may or may not have a very specific fetish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think he was still on the trajectory before all this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. He was. Absolutely. Whereas Kitch is probably off. Banna's prob- off. Josh Lucas is another one that's off, right? Josh Lucas. Yeah, Josh Lucas is full. And now he plays villains. Yeah. Or does Home Depot voiceovers. Yeah, basically, that's it. Yeah, it's good money. I don't blame it. It is good that, money. Do you? Fuck, I'd love to do that. I auditioned for that one when Ed Harris got it. I was like, what the fuck am I auditioning for? Ed Harris. Dude, I got... Avails, which I was second place for 
when the postal service did that, if it fits, it ships. Oh yeah. So I would have done 10 or 12 commercials over two years minimum. Plus you could then get the buyouts for exactly. You were on the cardboard cutout in every post office. Oh. I saw it eventually. And I, I was, I was happy for the guy. Good for you, sure, man. Sure, you know, sure, it's sure. a crapshoot. It's not like I invested time and created the character and they recast me. Right. <laughs> I went to a fucking audition and I came in second. Mm-hmm. It was before I ever booked anything too. And I was like, maybe I am, maybe I know how to do this. Uh, but that hurt. I was like, dude, that dude made so much money. Oh yeah. So much money. It's like, I would have been set for five years off of that. Cause I don't spend a lot of money. So it's just like easy peasy. I'll take some vacations, but yeah, I don't need a flashy car. I don't need, you know, <laughs> I had a buddy get a TV show and it was his first check. He bought a Land Rover. The TV show lasted a season. Oh, dude. He's at, I, it all. I hope you paid it all. Uh, I, I think he got most of it, but then it was like you had this rover. And now you got to pay for the gas, right? And the insurance, insurance is higher. Oh yeah, and it's like this is a bad decision. So I didn't do, I don't do any of that shit. That's when you're uh, young. You think it's always going to be coming in. Yeah, I was not so foolish. I had been broke most of my early to mid twenties. Yeah, so I've lived that life. I'd rather have the security blanket <laughs> and use the money to take a vacation than. Yeah. Hey, I spent $200 on this pair of jeans. Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, that blows me away. Although I do spend like $100 on jeans because they last seven, eight years. If I like the pair, you know right. what I mean? There's jeans something... I am willing to spend. I should have said 500 There you go. Or when you go to Barney's and be like, a Bon Jovi t-shirt, $750. And you're like, who buys this? Yeah, no. Who is this for? It's got rhinestones. Okay. <laughs> $750? Too much. It's a Bon Jovi t-shirt. <sighs> they weren't that good. Anyway, oh, exactly. Right, not to right. me. I'm not from Jersey. <laughs> sorry. This isn't the Springsteen of my era from the Garden State, 1988 Ooh. to 94. No it's one probably earlier Bruce. than that, actually. No one touches Bruce. Um, all right, let's get out of here, Matt. We're over 33 minutes. Let's roll on out of here. Thank you all so much for these fantastic questions. Always appreciate y'all coming in. And mm-hmm. dropping some knowledge on us, dropping some questions on us. And we have fun answering them for sure. So thank you very much to everybody who dropped a question today. Um, and, you know, if you want to do that, like we said before, if a number of times on this show, you go to the uh, our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash the top 10 uh, with the number 10 there and see at the $5 level, donate, and you can start sending in questions, thoughts, and comments about everything going on in the world. Matt. Please do. And uh, follow the show at Top Ten Show or on uh, Twitter or Instagram and YouTube. It's the same thing. Uh, it's forward slash the Top Ten Podcast with the number ten. So at either of those, please hit us up at the Top Ten Podcast with the number ten or at Top Ten Show on Twitter. And you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. You can follow me at the Roka says on Twitter and on Instagram. All right, we're out of here. Take care of yourselves. Be well. We'll talk to you next time on another episode. Off topic. Thunder. Ooh.